You are now listening to the Paper Cuts Comic Podcast with Dean DeFalco, Dan Ryan, Evan Goldstein, and Matt. For the comic podcast with the most personality this side of the galaxy, it'll always be Paper Cuts. Over to you, Dan. Thanks, announcer guy, and thank you for checking out the Paper Cuts Podcast, issue 61. I am your host, Dan Ryan. Joining me this week is Mr. Dean DeFalco. Completely symmetrical. You certainly are. Mr. Evan Goldstein. Hey. Hey. And Mr. Matthew Much. And Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, not yet, damn it. Actually, I'll just take it out of your recording now. (laughs) Gentlemen, I got to be honest with you this week. I thought it was a phenomenal week of books. I had a great time reading all these books. I fucking loved all four of these books. Let's jump right in. With the one that I was the most doubtful on, because... You know, when I got back into comics, um, it was around the time that Top Cow had really uh, exploded in the industry, and Witchblade was fucking everywhere, and the darkness was fucking dope as shit, and Angela was coming around, and Aphrodite 9, and like all these crazy Top Cow books were really fucking cool, um, and then they kind of stopped being cool after a while, because they ran their course, and there was just a lot of pretty artwork and whatnot, so when I saw that there was an, another new Top Cow book coming out, uh, called Symmetry, that's the book that we read, it's like, all right, well, I mean, it's Image. Let's give it a shot. You know how we love Image here on the Paper Cuts. And uh, it, it's written by... And by, by we, you mean you. Well, yeah, whatever. I like Image. I'm the host. So <laughs> okay, sorry, my back. I, Go, continue. What I say goes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, right that's right. why it's I had to read most of these. That's right. And yeah. you had a damn good time. Uh, it's written by Matt Hawkins, and uh, the art is Raphael Ianco. I am so I don't know. Amco, um, A double M C O. Yes, honk, honk. Raphael Amco. <laughs> um, and this book, I thought from reading the uh, the description of it that it was just going to be like the Matrix uh, light, and it sort of was Matrixy in in a way, but uh, but more. There was way more thought put into this. Like jumping ahead to the uh, to the end of the book here. There's an interview with uh, with Matt Hollingsworth, and he talks about the research and shit that he did to get this book ready and the, the thought behind it. And it was a really fascinating um, little read behind it. But but the book itself, uh, first of all, the artwork in this book, um, I want this guy to draw Batman. I want him on a Batman book like tomorrow or Moon Knight. He'd be really good at drawing Red Hood. Or Red... Oh, God, this guy... Like I've, I, I'm not familiar with this guy's work. I don't know if any of the three of you are, but I thought it was no. absolutely gorgeous. Uh, Raf, Raphael. Yeah. Uh, let's let's see what we got here. We got fan fan four stick. We got. Um, oh, do you? Is it the same guy? Original sins. Uh, well, it, Fantastic Four. He ultimate or prime. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, the ultimate universe. Oh no no just just regu- just regular Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he did it, uh, the 2012 uh, run. He did a bunch of stuff in it. Oh, okay. So, I, yeah. I don't read the Fantastic Four. Neither so, do I, but I mean, so it, you I know, you, that, you got to be kind of good to be on main rosters for stuff. Well, no, sure. Sure. Style, so I don't think I read it. Did it's, anybody it's, read uh, some? There was a digital Batman book that was actually printed, like it was all done digitally. It was a graphic novel. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it. This art reminds me of that 
very, very much. As if, like, this guy did it. I'm going to have to I, look that up. It's, it's very pretty. Like, the, the coloring especially, it's, it's a very painterly uh, look to the book. And I, I thought it was really cool. I thought, because, all right, so the story is, is, is you have a utopian society where uh, all humans are born, they're implanted with a computer AI program called Reina, and Reina basically takes care of everything uh, for the person that is with you every second of your life. There's a really cool scene uh, later in the book, spoilers, uh, there's a cool scene later in the book where the guy is getting up, the main character is getting up, and he's excited about this trip he's going to take to a mountain. And his computer AI in his head uh, says, you know, uh, of course you're excited. It's going to be a great trip. You're so excited. You had a dream about it last night. Would you like me to play it back for you? I was like, that's fucking dope. Oh, I want that. Would that would be so awesome to have. It <laughs> would be so cool. It would be like, computer, that dream I had about Scarlett Johansson, fucking save that shit, right? <laughs> like, don't fucking ever Put that in that. the long-term memory bank. Seriously. Come on now. An inside-out reference? Well done. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So... There's this computer AI, and it's with the people all the time, and society is perfect. Like, the child is born, they are born genderless, uh, which is kind of a weird thing, but, you know. Uh, I, I didn't feel like that was necessary. <laughs> no, I didn't either. <laughs> like, uh, I, was, I understood that timely, they... timely, I guess. They, yeah. Well, I, I, I thought it sort of went into, like, the kid can identify themselves later on because right. long story short uh, spoilers the kid can pick their gender when they become age 13 they they can pick their name and their gender so i don't know Mazel tov. I, I, I get yeah yeah great great present <laughs> uh so you can form your own identity once you've i guess developed enough cognizance where you know you can make that choice for yourself which i thought was kind of cool but though yeah i thought i thought it was kind of yeah. neat like weird and somewhat unnecessary but i Matt brings up a good point. It's somewhat of a timely thing with um, with LGBTQ, I forget the rest of the shit, um, and I apologize for that, uh, with the rights being so so hotly contested, um, at least here in the States anyway, um, especially transgender issues and whatnot. You know, this, this book, having, having characters that do not identify as either male or female um, until they're 13, is somewhat of an interesting take. You know, I thought I thought that was kind of a, an interesting thing. And I think a lot of what this book is going to be is going to be a sort of uh, commentary on on society now because as you can imagine, otherwise it would be a really short and pointless comic book, uh, the utopian society does not stay that way. Um they go to this uh to this this Wolf Mountain Lodge, I think is what they called it, or maybe Wolf Creek. Just, Wolf Creek, thank you. Wolf Mountain, I think, is in Pennsylvania, which is near <laughs> me now. Uh, fucking, they went to my hometown. Um, so they go to this Wolf Creek uh, resort thing, and the Earth is being powered by giant uh, solar panels, these giant fucking towers that are built, like, out into... Space. In, through the atmosphere, out into space. And the one thing that they can't control, uh, and it says so in the book, is Mother Nature. And there is a giant solar flare that pops off of the sun and destroys one of these towers and the planet loses their energy. And the main character said something that I thought was was really interesting and a, and a cool way to kind of look at this book was, you know, for the first time in my entire life, I felt alone because his computer AI wasn't there anymore. 
Right. And if like if you think about like that's kind of a weird, creepy thing, like how how weird it would be to make it to like 25 years old, never having felt alone before. Yeah, I, that's got to fuck the, with you. The, the voice in his head was always there. They took it a step past the destruction of that. What ended up happening with the solar flare is that it caused an electromagnetic pulse, which actually right. happens. And yeah. it was just so big that it wiped out all of the robots, all electronics, like ships were falling out of the sky. Yeah, it's which, not just energy. They're destroyed. I mean, like, yeah, they're this, fucked. They're <laughs> like some beautiful imagery of destruction in this book. Yeah. Like, I, I actually went back because I thought it, it, it looked so, I don't know, biological that I thought yeah. it might have been a person's face. And then I went back and I was like, oh, no, that's a that's a ship crashing through a building type of thing. Well, um, just real quick, I it seems like they do get, well, the, the robots do try to get some sort of security again going because this book sort of has a memento vibe to it where the start of the book shows things happening that haven't yeah, necessarily it, it, unfolded they yet. after a couple of pages. Yeah, yeah. so I, I mean, it it does seem like the, the robots are still around even though the solar flare does happen. But, I mean, it, it's going to make for a really interesting book at this point. Um, Now, I, I got to ask the question. This whole thing with... um, So, after the solar flare happens, they they are like, oh my God, are you okay? You know, is, is everyone all right? And they're trying to, to gather their thoughts and everything. And they start hearing this uh, this noise coming from uh, up above on a uh, balcony or something, and right. they they find this this girl um, just kind of hanging out, and we find out her name is uh, Mar- Maricela. And now, what makes her different besides the black outfit? Like, are are they saying that th- she's black? Okay, okay, that's what I thought it was, but I, I didn't Racism. want to make any, any assumptions. Well, but, yeah. he does flat out ask, is she burnt? Right, why is, why her, is her skin, skin like right. that? Okay, yeah, I just I wanted to make sure because, mm-hmm. you know. Well, throughout the entire book, all you see are white, white folk. Yep. And Yo, robot's I, I, mad racist, though. Well, <laughs> well there's a couple things. Um, one of the things is I think that's an indication that not – all of this utopian enclave is wiped out, only the Wolf Creek area. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And it's fairly evident, although not positive, that this utopia is not the entire planet. Right. Right. Mm, right. right. Uh, yeah, there, I, there might be some outliers. I feel like there's, like, hidden groups. Right. That, and that's where I felt it was kind of Matrix-esque. You know, of like the the underground resistance, take the fucking blue pill, yay Morpheus, um, you know, and that's I mean, it, how much more on the nose can you get than a character dressed in black when everybody else is dressed in white? Um, does it make me an asshole that until you pointed that out, like, and I mean, until I read the book, like, got to that last page, but you know, you just made me remember. Um, I didn't realize that everybody was white. No, I actually fucking crossed my mind. I, I I didn't really either. Um, and and then the the last part was that page, and I'm like, wait a second. So I started flipping back, and I'm like, oh shit, I guess everyone was white. <laughs> well, yeah. the the only reason I noticed Fuck it like. was because of the 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 beginning of the book. The I don't know the robots and <laughs> suits. Yeah. Okay. The I was looking for them. The peacekeepers or something like that. They called them. I was looking for them throughout the rest of the book, and they were not there. Right. So 
my I get my guessing is is that once they you know reset after this horrible thing is things are you know there's that you know if robots are their only job is to protect us the only thing that they could do is control us so that we don't harm ourselves type of situation right sounds so, right so it it's I noted that there was only whiteies. <laughs> yeah, I, like I finish upon finishing this book, I felt like I should be voting for Donald Trump, which is uh, not a good feeling. Oh, that, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, you got to go wash that off. I know. It's I really lie. Do. You'll be fine. But uh, I, I mean, I, I thought I was progressive. Apparently not. Yeah. Super interesting book, though. Like I, yeah, I, I fucking it. loved it. Yeah. I didn't read that end thing. You know that mm -hmm. you just said where did they have any referencing to religion in it? In the book or in the, the interview, it, like in the postscript in the interview, like they, I mean, every religious sect has a, you know, a thing at, you know, somewhere around 12, 13, 14, where you right. choose your own name, where it'd be a saint's name. You become a man, you know, because you read the Torah, so on and so forth. Yeah. Does that have anything to do with this book or is that just me? putting pieces no, together. I no, I mean, he, he does He does say in here, um, like on the first page of it, under the uh, how do you build a utopia site or uh, section, he says uh, that he was raised a right-wing Christian and evolved into a left-wing atheist, um, which I think is kind of the, uh, the journey that a lot of people go on um, mm -hmm. from super, super right-wing conservative to, to lefty, you know, atheist. Um, but I think that was the only reference to it. Okay. I'm just I'm just trying to look through real quick, but yeah, like it was it was a super interesting read in the back of you know like he explains the the pillars and why he brought like why he goes with the four different pillars that he has and I don't know I just thought this was fucking super cool I was really really pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah, this was um, the last book I read and I wasn't expecting much from it, but it it. Came out pretty good. I was happy that uh, all these books were good this week. Yeah, I mean, I I really like Matt Hawkins from what I know of him from Think Tank, um, mm -hmm. yeah, which that is was another really good. yeah another image property. Um, but like the other stuff that he had done, the Tithe, Necromancer, Aphrodite Nine, like the, the only other one I was really familiar with was Aphrodite Nine, which is fun, but is more cheesecake uh, to me than really anything else. But I was I was really really surprised by this book and really liked it. Um, so jumping off to another book that I was actually quite surprised by, uh, let's go Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Damn, dude. Damn. <laughs> Just damn. Excuse like, me. <laughs> I, when, when we talked about reading this book earlier in the week, I was like, fuck man, Batman Teenage, I don't want to read that. That doesn't sound good. I, most and of then us I were saw, doubters. <laughs> and then I saw that James Tinian the fourth was writing it, and I was like, all right, well, Tinian's pretty fucking dope. I like his shit, so let's give it a shot. And, like, uh, oh, you, you recognized know, him? Yeah, he's he's done some some Batman stuff and some stuff with uh, the Court of Owls and whatnot, and he was doing the, the Talon book for DC for a while. He was doing, um, during that's, the Court of Owls stuff, he was doing the backup stories with uh, Scott Snyder. That's what I remembered him from, then, the Talon yeah. stuff, because I didn't love the Talon stuff, but... You know. I liked it. I like. I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. And like, he was a student, I believe, of Scott Snyder's at the at the uh, college course that Snyder teaches. Um, so I was like, right on. You know, like I'll I'll fucking get into this. I'll give it a shot. And like, the art looked pretty cool and remained fucking cool throughout the book. Like mm -hmm. Freddie Williams the yeah, second. Um, 
he's actually the same guy that does my personal fave, Jonas Quantum. Oh, right yeah. on. Awesome. He's doing the same. I recognized when I saw a, a good shot of Bruce Wayne, I said, oh, that's the same facial structure. And I double checked and I said, yeah, that's. Yeah, it's the same guy. That uh, nice. that Eastman cover though, uh, that yeah. that bat cape man. <laughs> that Eastman cover <laughs> is fucking sick, dude. I loved it. I loved everything about it. It was so, so 1988. And if you actually it, step it back so and look at it, like if so, a school would not teach a person to draw that way. No, no. But, but kindergarten. Yet we love it. <laughs> yep. Dude, those crayons, though. Yeah, it's. And no, so, it's it's great, man. I I, I love the uh, the the cover for this one. Yeah, and like the interior art, man, was was really solid. I was really worried about it because the main turtles book, I'm not loving the artwork on right now. Um, you know, obviously the main Batman book, uh, Capullo can do no fucking wrong. That dude is all all time, but uh, careful, he may kick your ass. He might. I, whatever. I just complimented him. <laughs> You still might kick your ass. I'll still might kick your ass. I will fight Greg. Careful. <laughs> he looks like a pretty jack dude, man. I wouldn't he fuck is, with that guy. A huge dude, but I have been watching. But I am Kung talking Fu. as a big man through That's a microphone. Right. I am a keyboard warrior. I, I have been watching kung fu and wrestling since I was four. Bring it, Greg Capullo. A challenge. From I can Ninja answer Falco. any of your kung fu oh, or man. wrestling questions, dude. Dan, tag team, me and you versus Greg Capullo and CP Dubs. Nice. Both of you Done. are going to die. You're both going down. <laughs> this just sounds ridiculous. Uh. <laughs> Remember, this challenge brought to you by Matthew Much. Um, so, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Um, there's really not a heavy plot involved in this story. I mean, there is. But the Turtles and the Foot Clan and Shredder and Splinter apparently have ended up in Gotham through some sort of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey bullshit. And Bruce Wayne is alerted to their presence because the Foot Clan. Um, they be stealing has, shit. <laughs> they apparently have a really good network and have been there for like a minute. And we're like, yo, Wayne Enterprises, go get some shit. We'll build a fucking machine. It'll be dope. We're out. And that's what they're doing. They're just stealing these fucking things from from. Uh, it wasn't labs. Wayne. It was uh, powers. Uh, powers. Powers Industries. Powers. So. Yeah, but that's they're, not the first one. They they had hit a I bunch mean, of them. Yeah, yeah but, but, well, but that's that what I'm saying. Like, so they're they're going after these pieces. They're trying to build a machine. The turtles are showing up and stopping them and taking the parts anyway because Donatello is super smart and is going to build uh, the same machine to get back to Casey in April. And Killer Croc was in it. And I'm in. Like, is Killer Croc smart now? He's he's just a thug. I mean, he's not stupid. He's just a thug in this this. No, I, yeah. in this, yes. I I mean, in regular oh. continuity, I thought he was just shy of a, like a, a grapefruit. No, he sort of <laughs> is. I mean, he's just he's a big muscle bound like psychopath. That's that's. He was really quite it. eloquent in this book. He was. He was. Raw but... <laughs> <laughs> well, and stuff. I think so it was be to to make the turtles more turtly. You know, because turtle. <laughs> Am I not turtly enough for, for you? Turtle clip. <laughs> turtle, turtle. <laughs> Master of Disguise reference. I love that movie. Dana Carvey, what's up, man? Big fan of the I show. Have, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't uh, want you to explain it either. Wait, all right. Uh, just, I just want to live in <laughs> ignorant bliss. Just real quick before we move on, um, I was down with the art later on. Um, however, on page six, 
There's um the the title page where it says Knights in a Half Shell. Oh, yeah, I wanted mm. to bring that up at the end. Oh, <laughs> uh, th- that's that's Rob Liefeld sorts of proportions going on there, man. <laughs> it's got yeah, a tiny was, little uh... pinhead and fucking oh that chest, that fucking chest. His you know, legs, under... where are they? They're like I don't understand where they are. You know, underneath the bat emblem, he's covered in hair. He's got a really <laughs> manly, hairy chest. <laughs> oh shit alright I'm sorry I'm sorry we couldn't wait I just I saw it and I was like before I forget I, I don't know that I would go so far as to call it Lee Feldian um, <laughs> he has feet it's fine <laughs> he Not doesn't that picture, he didn't they draw don't. the feet um, but yeah like I, there is this is not going to be the book that in 20 years people are like fucking knights on a half shell oh my god it's that Dark Knight and Watchmen. Those are the three <laughs> that you have. To, like, this is not where this book is destined to end up. But I fucking no. enjoyed the shit out of it. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was, it was a good as, time. As stupid as these crossovers usually are, I mean, we, we have discussed, what, uh, Archie versus the Punisher or Predator or whatever the fuck it Whoa. was. Whoa. <laughs> but look, Whoa. <laughs> it's a ridiculous concept. I mean, Batman it and the Ninja phenomenal. Turtles. It was phenomenal. It's fucking silly. Um, the book was funny, like the script was was good for what it needed to be. Uh, the the confrontation between Batman and Shredder, I was like, fuck I wanted yeah. a fight like, right in. there. I wanted that it looks, so bad. Like I, this is, I think, four issues. Okay, I think I don't think it's very long. Um, this is six or six. Is it six issues? It says on At, the cover one of six. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's that's going to be enough. I, I thought this was great. I, that I may want, be too many too much. It might be too many. <laughs> Yo, um, what's up with the Batmobile, though? The Batmobile looks looking. fucking awesome. It I looks love like a this scorpion. Batmobile. All right. Does. There, a there's a couple of panels, mobile. and it's when they come out of the sewer, and, and Donatello sees the, the Batmobile there, and he gets all, you know. He's about to, like, come on rabid. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, there, <laughs> it says... The the bubble, the speech bubble coming off of Donatello says, oh, my God. And I swear to you, as like I was Mike. reading this, I heard it in Matt, Matt's voice. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't know. Yeah. Do we, uh, do we have anything else to say about this book? I mean, pick it up. It was awesome. I'm going to fucking read the rest of it, man. This was cool. Yeah. yeah I mean, that, or, it's, it's just it's goodness. It's it's turtly bat goodness. Yeah, I like I feel like the artwork was done from the perspective of the turtles. Like even though the turtles are supposed to be in Gotham, I feel like this artwork fits more in a turtles book. I yes. I, um, I could agree with which you. I'm cool with. It's very you know, well, I, bright. I, thi- I think they did it that way because Turtles fans will be introduced to Batman. Right. Like Turtles fans are younger or well, outside of Dean. <laughs> they're they're a younger group, so they made the, the softer imagery. But yeah. did anybody else pick up the fact that, like, they were talking about Gotham, you know, in there? Because turtles are from New York. They're like, right. yeah, this whole city is just in a giant field in, and they didn't say the state. Yeah. Well, because I, Gotham yeah. is in New Jersey. Yeah. I was really upset by that. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Just that give is the even props to NJ, yo. Up for debate what at it this do? point. Metropolis Gotham is in New, New Jersey. Didn't See, this is. Wait, We're so is Gotham have to have, Newark? Yeah. That, that would make the most sense. We're going to have to have this debate at, at some point because Metropolis is Chicago. Um, the, like, mo- most realistically, Metropolis is Chicago. 
But I've also always felt that Metropolis was New York during yeah. the day. And that's what I always thought. I never thought like Chicago. Yeah, but well, it makes uh, Kansas. He goes from Kansas. He goes north. That's true. Like he goes to Chicago. Like I'm not good at geography. I'm just looking right. at the big buildings. That's all right. Gotham is definitely New Jersey, though. All right, so <laughs> so two books. The cesspool uh, of DC, New Jersey. Like, yeah. Well, hey, whatever. You know, we've got this is a beautiful state. I fucking love yeah, this is. state. God damn. It. I like it. All right. Two more books. Um, let's go with uh, let's go with Secret Wars. Let's get that out of the way. Um, not that it wasn't good, but the last book I was also really fucking surprised by. Uh, so Secret Wars uh, number eight has uh, has arrived. This was originally supposed to be the last issue when the when the series was originally solicited. It was an eight issue series. It got pushed to nine issues and then got delayed a whole bunch. We know the story. Uh, the next issue comes out uh, never. Apparently, and Saint this... Swithin's Day. <laughs> uh, what's the fucking Simpsons line? God damn it! Oh, yeah. uh, I can't remember. I don't oh, uh, Smarch. Lousy Smarch. January's not happening. No, it's, it's happening. Imagine. It's happening, Matt. Don't get scared. It's happening. Uh, lousy Smarch weather. Uh, anyway, well, um, underwhelming. Oh really? I, I don't know that it was underwhelming. It's just at this point, like the series has been so good, and there's always one issue in these big crossover series that's just a lot of punching. Well, I and, I don't know, man. Gesturing. I wanted more punching from Kaiju Ben Grimm and Kaiju <laughs> fucking Galactus, and I got four frames, and then he's like, oh, "All right." Oh, that's I, true. Not for nothing, the first frame that we see outside of, you know, Galactus squishing Terax. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was great. That was funny. Poor Terex. God damn it. Or Terex, says, however. Hey, dummy, I hope you like getting your butt kicked. I really thought that. Was Dennis the Menace? No, that Galactus was saying that. <laughs> like, it was a really? very immature Galactus. Like, kind of young sounding. <laughs> Why would you do it that I'm way? I'm kick your butt, dummy. You're a big poo poo face. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, because it's the thing, and it's you get, uh, never mind. Yeah, I get it. Um, I, Galactus looked really badass in here. Um, I like I, what I really liked about this book as I was reading it. Like, and I had to go back and see it again. I was like, why? What the fuck is on Ben Grimm? I was like, oh, it's the Hulks. There's a bunch of Hulks just <laughs> yeah, on him just as like he's fighting Galactus. On him, yeah. <laughs> like that's fucking awesome. They're just like hanging out. Um. <laughs> So the book starts off, and it's uh, you know where we were left last time. T'Challa and Namor had raised the army of the dead, uh, very King Aragorn of them from Lord of the Rings, and brought them. And you know, you will suffer me. We're gonna go fucking fight and shit. And they've brought the fight to God Doom, and all the zombies are there, and there's some shit going down, and just fighting, 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 fighting. And Thanos, oh Thanos, poor. Poor Thanos. We'll get there in a minute. Thanos shows up with the Annihilation Horde, and uh, Doom uh, pisses off. He's, you know, Valeria and Susan <laughs> he are bounces. like, uh, are you going to do something about it? And he's like, uh, not yet. And then they show up, and he bounces the fuck out. And you're like, all right, well, cool, I guess. Uh, we then cut over to Ben Grimm fighting Galactus with uh, Franklin Storm sitting up on top of Galactus. Uh, he just obliterates the thing. Uh, well, that's because the I thing mean, says... Them. Thing let you know, it so happen. Thing, thing let it happen. Uh, giant punch from Galactus. 
Star-Lord is trying to fix the ship because the good guys have crashed a ship into Castle Doom. They're looking for a thing. Uh, they don't say what kind of thing it is, but it's apparently a feat. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Did that just... <laughs> okay, so that wasn't just me. <laughs> oh, I am so confused. I have no idea what's going on right now. D- Dan dropped. He, he was just talking so fast and so hard. <laughs> oh, there His internet exploded. Minutes of technical difficulties later. That was some scary mm-hmm. shit, man. <laughs> yeah, there, there was like three of Matt, two of Evan, two of me. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on anymore. That's fucked up, man. I'm sorry. Do you want me to just like piss no, you're, off you're, and you guys can no, finish? No, you're, you're fine now. Yeah, if you're on, you're on, and it's good. Uh, oh, wait. I just got a message Message from who, though. Yeah, you can't access. Hello? Oh, okay. Hey. All right, we're Hello? good. Everyone's Hello? okay. Everyone's Hello? okay. Yeah, I know. Hello? All right. Okay. Okay. Hi. So, where okay, do we so want to? Where do we want to jump back? You're, in? you're gonna you're gonna jump back <laughs> in where we were because we're almost at the end of Secret Wars, and I I at this point I just want to finish this podcast and forget it ever happened for a day. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> we, spo- we spoke about Doom. What did I say? Mortal combating Thanos. Oh God damn it! I was so excited about that part. <laughs> no, you you could still say because we just we just we were talking about it. No, I like I was just like I got to that part and he ripped out his fucking spine and it was like. Oh shit, son! That's fucking like because Thanos is talking some big shit, and he's like, "I don't need a fucking Infinity Gauntlet. This is gonna be enough for you." And Doom's like, "Ah, uh, you're a douche." And fucking, and this is how I prove it. Despines him. That was fucking awesome. He makes a fillet out of him. A fillet of Thanos. He really did. And we have the show name. Poor shit, Thanos. Like, uh, anyway, I don't know. I really like this book. I see what you were saying earlier, though, Dean. Um, like, uh, sort of a letdown? Kind of? Like, I, 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 can't, you, I, I, I see where you were going. I don't want to say a letdown because it wasn't a bad book. It just, like, there was a lot of steam going up into this issue, and I expected a little more, but it's not bad. I still... I still am excited to see this through. Yeah, I me too. Oh, definitely. Well, we had yeah. we had actually made comment before we started talking about the imagery. In like the last 5 pages of this book, some of the best imagery we've seen in this entire run. Uh with, yeah, I would I would agree with that entirely. I mean, just the destruction of thing, the destruction of Thanos. Ooh, I see a, a trend. Ooh. And then the 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 what's behind door number three? Oh, the it, whole undead, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That last image gave me chills. Yeah, it was done very well. <laughs> like I, I, when I brought back up the book a few minutes ago, I came up on the last page and I'm staring at. It. I'm like, God damn, that's pretty. <laughs> yeah, like, I do. I like the fact that Thor's in the background just swinging his hammer. Yeah, <laughs> Assad Ribic is no joke, man. Like, dude is is fucking seriously talented. You he's know, got so, the skills. He certainly does. And note the the bottom corner, to be concluded. That it fucking yes. better be. That means it's over. It better be. <laughs> it, it's been great. It's it's really it really has been an amazing series. But I've had enough. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Yeah, I'm like, but I'm done now. I, I'm done. Thank you. I'm full. I've had enough. Like, please. So, uh, yeah. 
Let's move on to our final book before the internet shits out again. Um, and we'll still finish in less time than it takes an average Stone Age Gamer episode. <laughs> Suck it, Chris Randazzo. <laughs> Scarlet Witch number one. Now, this was the book that I was probably the most trepidatious about heading into this week um, because I don't give a shit about the Scarlet Witch uh, at the best of times. I, and, I was surprised you actually picked this book. Yeah, why did you pick it? Um, because it had a David Aja cover. Okay. Mm. And he is... <laughs> okay. You if he's not that. my favorite artist, um, I mean, his run on the Immortal Iron Fist uh, was fucking just... Oh, my God, it was amazing. Totes um, my goats. It, it was so good. So, so fucking good. This has got to cross over with Doctor Strange at some point. It was just... Sure. There's just so yeah. much, like, going on in common. Fucking... Yeah. Fighting supernatural did. shit. I'm just like, it would be stupid for them not to cross over a fuck ton. I think this oh. was my favorite book of the week. I did enjoy it a lot. I really did. Oh. No. Did no? Like okay. It. Evan, no. you're naysaying. You're poo-pooing yeah. my, my pick it, of the week choice. It, it's... Okay, there's a difference between comic book speak where they're talking back and forth to each other and, you know, it's interaction and exposition. Mm -hmm. This was all exposition. Yeah. Okay. There was I, a few bits of really wonky dialogue. I will give you that. I don't, I don't know. It didn't bother me. It, I, um, it, 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 bo it bothered me because I'm like, they, they, everybody seems conversationally flat. Like, I need a person standing in front of me so I could say this so I don't seem crazy. Well, I, I guess a lot of this happened in her head, uh, to be honest. I mean, the only... Part she talked to someone else was the the desk uh, sergeant and mm -hmm. the, the actual uh, homicide detective. Well, they they gave her gave, they gave her brain a visualization like with the ghost, whoever that is. Agatha. Was a ghost. Agatha. Yeah, but I I mean the thing is like she doesn't need to be talking directly at her or anything, and for the most part she wasn't. Like it, it was a lot of like her in her own world for the most part. I mean I I get it. It's the first book. They're trying to set the stage, but. I, I felt like I was force fed a, a story that it just it just didn't feel like it f flowed properly to me, and that's maybe just me. I agree with that sentiment. Yeah, those those are those are fair criticisms. I um I think I this may have been my favorite book that I've read so far because I expected so little from it. Mm -hmm. Um, that I was just I was really I, shocked. Like I am. How did fully you feel invested. about the art? I the interior art. I thought it was great, other than okay. a couple of the faces in a few of the panels where they looked, again, there's there's a bit of wonkiness to this book, but... You could tell I, what was rushed. Well, yeah, I thought the art yeah. was a little bit more on the weak side because it wasn't uh, really so... I, all right, like, okay, there's an image where she is walking on the street of, a, I'm going to assume, New York, yes, and it it's just, uh, we'll call it like a sepia tone, except for her... Yeah. Do you know which page yep. I'm talking about? Page 10. Okay. I'm looking at it right now. The page looks phenomenal, except for her. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. They have a few panels like that where she's just not very detailed at all, and she kind of just looks not blurry. Yeah, just it's yeah. weird because there's so I, much work in that backdrop. She looks muddy. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, who, I, I who can, did the art? I can see your point. I thought, <laughs> I think that this is the most... Um, European that she's ever looked. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. She Who's doesn't look 
like a brunette from Oklahoma, which is how I feel that she's always been drawn. You know, and right, right, right. I, you know, Maximoff. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, you know. No, I get, I get, to, I get what Maximoff you're saying. From down the way, you know, like there's, there's a European. There's a very angular sense to her. I, I don't know. I felt. The, and I and I understand completely what you're saying, and there are yeah. some pa- panels and pages in here that are really good. Yeah, it's th- like there are a few though. You could see, and it's just maybe it was a time thing, or it's rushed, or whatever. I don't know. Has do we know Vanessa Del Rey? Was it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That what was else it. has she done? Um, Anything? I don't know. You're, I'll, I'll you're usually pretty quick uh, to do I, that. I don't know, and I don't want to touch anything else on my computer. No, don't. Good I got it. Don't. I got <laughs> it. Just, yeah, please don't touch anything. Uh, but I actually like the uh, one, while we're while I'm looking it up, I actually like the one part where she's fighting the demon, and mm-hmm. the colors that they used for that uh, mm-hmm. one scene were just really, really like out there in your face. And well, it's Jordi Belair. Yeah. Yeah, you could see where Jordi Belair oh. took over for the right, right, right. The, yeah. the like even that where she starts telling the backstory about the cats or the death of the cats. Yeah, that, that like, like that's like, a beautiful really panel. Panel. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, so cool. hit once upon a time uh, the the ABC show uh, mm-hmm. creepy Constantine the Hellblazer, which is the new series, I believe. Yeah, th- that's the new series. Uh, and she did a few Secret Wars journals, okay. so she, I mean, she hasn't really done th- all that much. She seems relatively new, to be honest. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know. I just, I kind of dug this. Like, this really reminded me of, um, ah, oh, fucking, god damn it. Evan, you'll remember. Matt and Dean, I don't know that you will. Um, you got to give me something. You're, <laughs> that's it. Evan, you'll remember Go. the thing. Ah, yes. No. What? <laughs> there was a... Uh, uh, a while ago, like bro, oh, fuck, twenty years ago at this point, oh, the Jesus. um the Rise of the Midnight Suns crossover that they yes, <laughs> with the glow and dark covers and shit, yes, yeah. Was it um was hell it the, the, hell? Was it the the book of the Darkhold? Was that one of the books? It was Darkhold, or it wasn't Darkstalkers. There was hell 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 hellstorm. Uh, I could see that... all of the fucking covers. Ah, uh, fucking. I'm gonna. I'm... Yes, uh, but I do. I do know what you're talking about, and that that whole. I guess it's maybe it's because it's all mystical. Hellstorm, but, son of Satan. That they... uh, yeah, it was called Darkhold. Okay, it was it was Darkhold. Um, pages from the Book of Souls or Sins or some shit. Mm-hmm, yeah, pages yeah, from the Book were... of Sins. Anyway, it reminded Darkhold. me kind of of that artwork, and it it reminded me of uh of like old EC comics, like the like oh. the super old school horror comics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I don't know, I just Crap I really dug it. I thought I I totally understand your criticisms though. There are there are a couple panels that are downright ugly, and then most of the book is pretty average. And then there's a couple panels that are like, wow, this is fucking great, right? But uh, like inconsistent, certainly inconsistent. But I can I'm see how the story might be in. a deterrent for some people. But I don't know. I I was I was in it. I I liked it. Maybe I just like some things a bit wordier. I mean, normally I'm not big into this mystical aspect of the Marvel universe but it's it's something brand new i was like i said force-fed exposition so i can get the backstory right and i could see that this is going somewhere like i could see this being for lack of a better phrase a monster of the week kind of thing i'd be cool with that leading like, to I, a, an overarching hey this is the bad guy type of thing i think i think dean's right i think though there will be there has to be some crossover with dr strange at some point 
But I, I've been missing some of the mystical side of the Marvel Universe. I don't think you we've know? had enough of it in a very long time. Give me back some Midnight Suns, damn it. I'll take some more Lilith and fucking Zarthos and <laughs> shit. Like, I was fucking way into that, man. Like, Doctor Strange with a shitty mask. Stupid blue <laughs> costume. One line that, wor that actually stuck out to me that I really didn't like is where they, they make some throwaway comment, which is just their excuse slash reason. She says, oh, I'm not really talking to the Avengers right now, so I guess I'm just on my own. Like, you really... That's unnecessary, and it just sticks out that, okay, this is going to be a solo book. Yeah. Right. And no matter what, even if she encounters something that's somebody else's expertise, eh, I'm not really talking to them right now. <laughs> she doesn't want to. It's her choice. And that's just... That's just deliberately isolating, and I didn't like it. It really stuck out. Well, yeah, what I, did, and, I didn't like the way they opened the book as well with the old school Avengers imagery to get you go, hey, oh, maybe this is, oh, no, this uh, is not oh, a thing. That, that is not a thing that is happening. Uh, well, I think, I think it's a, a fairly even split then. Three books this week that we are all on board for and one book that if magic and mysticism is your sort of thing or European chicks, uh, Scarlet Witch is for you. And if you don't like those things, well, then you have no soul. I think we've clearly established here. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that what that means? That That's escalated that means. quickly. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I didn't so, know. <laughs> gentlemen, any, uh, any closing thoughts, any other news uh, pop up this week that we want to discuss briefly? I have something yeah. that I need to bring up or that okay, I want bring to up. bring up badly. The floor is yours. Did anybody else but me see the new trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh my 2? god! <laughs> nope. Oh my Didn't god! See it. Okay, Bebop and Rock Fucking Steady <laughs> are actually in the movie. Yeah, I know. Both as human and as beasts, and they look great as the beasts. <laughs> and it's Sheamus. It's current WWE World Heavyweight Champion Sheamus. Yeah, he's Rock Steady, right? Bebop or Rock Steady? I don't know. He is Rock Steady. Bebop is uh, just a Big, big black dude. I don't. I, he might be an actor. I've never seen him before, but I, I do like the fact that the turtles, one of them, I, I'm going to assume the smart ass one, goes, "Hey, trying to pull off the mohawk again, huh?" <laughs> no, it was Mikey. <laughs> See, I I still haven't seen the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It wasn't bad. So really, really, no, nah, it was all right. Nah. It was a meh. It was That's yeah. surprising. Okay, especially like the CG was actually really good. Uh, story was all right. You just got to get past the fact that you know they shoehorn a shit ton of backstory for April O'Neil in there. Well, oh yeah, a lot. Like in, a lot. Yeah, an exuberant <laughs> amount. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, but Stephen Amell. Really Stephen. Oh, Steve, Casey the arrows Jones. in it. He's just Casey Jones. Is he really? Yeah. That feels like a step down. I don't know from from what he there was there from was a Arrow. quick scene from Arrow. No, no he, he no he's kicking some ass. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Slap awesome. Yeah, he's gonna cool. hook up with fucking uh, what the hell's her name? Megan Fox. Yeah, but do you think she's past her prime now? What is she? Nineteen, <laughs> twenty? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that that plastic surgery is gonna melt right off. <laughs> she is eighty percent Barbie, so yeah. <laughs> listen, if she was in front of me and she was like, listen, uh, you're bad right now, I'd be like, that, no objections from me, miss. <laughs> but you miss. have to call me miss the entire night. That I, I, wouldn't bother me. Isn't she still married to that fucker from 90210, Brian Austin Green? 
Really? Yeah, Why is she, she married, married to, to a, like a mummy? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. There's a uh, huge age difference there. Can we not yeah. skip over that? No, it's fine. No, we're just going to glaze over that. That's fine. It's fine. All right. Two quick things that I wanted to bring up. One, um, the director of Creed and Fruitvale Station is currently on the uh, the very tippy top of the shortlist to direct Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bit too on the nose or just a really good director? Really good director. Okay. Okay, this guy is such a good director. There is the possibility that Sylvester Stallone may get an Oscar nomination. Yeah, I've heard Creed is phenomenal. I have not seen it. I really want to. I'm going to repeat myself and clarify. Rocky, (laughs) Sylvester Stallone will get an Oscar nomination for his acting, not his writing. Rocky 1 and 2 were fucking dope. Rocky 4... You can find out in a couple days on the 12 days of questionable Christmas Fucking here on geekade.com hey. brought to you by me and my wife. Rocky versus America. I mean, America <laughs> versus Russia. Best thing ever. USA. USA. Oh, God. It's so fucking good. Anyway, so, okay. I, 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 I feel that way, too. I, you know, I, I don't know. Um, See, this is, this is what happened. Like, he, that, I don't know the director's name, but he did a phenomenal job with, Creed. I right. don't know previous stuff. I don't. He did uh, a phenomenal job. Station is fucking incredible. Okay, he two for two then. Bango Bongo, Fantastic Four. That kid did a really good job with the the other superhero movie where they all start getting psychic powers. Uh, yes. Chronicle. 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 Michael B. That Jordan. was amazing. Yeah. Okay, did a really really good job. That was a good movie. And then they said, "Here, take this bajillion dollars. Go, go." Wasn't ready for it. I no. think this guy is good. I think this guy's good to go. Wait, 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 wait. Wasn't ready for what? To to helm a multi-million-dollar superhero movie. Wait, he made Fan Four stick. Yeah. Oh. Wait, not not the Creed guy, the d- oh. gentleman who did Chronicle. Okay, okay, okay. Which we all Josh Trank. Okay. Trank. Cause yeah, he, that dude went off the deep end or something. <laughs> yeah, it. I I don't know. He lived in a tent during the movie. <laughs> he lived in a, he literally went crazy and lived in a tent for part of the movie. Yeah, Come like on. the 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 director of Fruitvale Station and Creed, his name's Ryan Coogler. Um Coogs. He he is a black guy <laughs> um from Oakland, California, and that's I, I I was kind of a little bit worried like I I don't ever want them to fall into the trap of like, well, it's a black superhero, so we got to, you know, like we have to stick with the thing. Like I just want the movies to be good. I don't care who's in the in, in who's doing it i don't care if you et I mean? fucking directs it, as long as it's sick as shit it, it doesn't matter exactly like that's that's what i want so and i think this is that sort of choice i think this guy is a really talented director and it would be really exciting to see him do something with black panther because that movie could be a really huge fucking deal for marvel like that could be a Absolutely. really yeah. great thing um two more things real quick silly and said before i know <laughs> Three things and a lizard. Cillian Murphy, <laughs> uh, the scarecrow from the Batman films, has said in an interview recently that he wants to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Dean, go. As the Cast. scarecrow? He was no. the scarecrow. No, I want to be the scarecrow of Marvel now. Just just put him back as this. I like him. I would shake he need, no, he, up, all right, all right, uh, In all honesty, Ooh. he needs to play something very creepy because he's good at creepy. I saw him in Red Eye. Mm-hmm. That oh, movie was fuck fucked yeah. up. 
Did you ever see Sunshine? Yeah. Dope fucking yes. movie. Such a yes. He's a good actor, but he's good at creepy. He's just he's got the persona down. So I he does. I, I, recommendations? Like, do we want villain or or, or any character? Hey, give him any character. Creepy hero. What do you want? What do you want? Because I know mine, and mine is fucking so spot on. You're Go for it. Just say it. No, Go I want. It. I'm saving it. I mean, all right. Um, villain. Cyclops. Ooh, no. no, no, I mean, if you're going to go with Hero, uh, and you're going to make bad. him really ah, fucking flawed. Uh, uh, who's the the vampire doctor dude from the Spider-Man books? Morbi mm. uh, oh, Morbius. Morbius. Mor Mor Morbius. Okay, all right, I, I can get behind that. All right, so that. Scarecrow, fucking Morbius, Cyclops, my pick, because they're going to have to reboot it again anyway, and the rights are eventually, if Fox is smart, they will let them go back to Marvel. That's Reed Richards. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. I like it. Bearded... I'd watch that. Yeah, fuck yeah. It, yeah. Either him or Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, but they, they and have I'm to... not even kidding about that. They Shia have to LaBeouf make him like... I would hope you were kidding. No, Shia LaBeouf would be a fucking dope-ass Reed Richards. But they have to make him like super damaged that. for it to work. Like this guy, like he just... I, I can't see him as just... I think he could do a, it. A good, good, good guy. He needs to be like just compromised. Could he be the ultimate Steve Richards? He maker? certainly could. Yes, uh, he, he could, could do he that very well. <laughs> yeah. I want to see him stretch himself a little bit. I mean, diver okay. diversity is good. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Oh, yeah. Yoga. Okay, what's your, what's your other third thing? Third thing. Last thing. I promise. And then the lizard. And then the lizard. It's just going to be Kirk Connors. Um, Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Iron Fist has a showrunner, and there is now a debate of whether or not Iron Fist should be recast as an Asian American guy as opposed to a white guy. No. What do we think? No, it should be a white I guy. I think it should be a white guy because the character is a white guy. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I... what does that matter? There is no buts. The character is white. No, no, no. Sure, but I feel you that want an Michael... Asian guy. We could bring in Kung Lao. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, but where I'm going with that is that. Upon watching um, Jessica Jones, mm -hmm. I have no problem that they changed Jaron Hogarth to a lesbian female when he is a prudish white lawyer for Danny Rand in mm -hmm. the Iron Fist books. Mm -hmm. I had no problem with Michael Clark Duncan as Wilson Fisk, nor did I have a problem with Michael C or uh, Michael Clark Duncan as a kingpin. What did you say first? I'm sorry, I heard Michael Clark Duncan, Duncan, and then I just. Wilson Fisk. Out. Michael oh. B. Jordan as um oh, Michael B. fucking Human Torch. Human Torch. I, I Listen, uh, oh, yeah. I don't have oh. any problems with those at all. I, I feel Marvel plays their more main characters a bit closer to what they've been developed as, though. Uh, right. Whether, and then some of the ancillary characters they have a little fun with so they can kind of fudge the story around a little bit. Right. Isn't part of his I, character run that he is well, yeah, well, see, an but Anglo- yeah. And you know. that's where I was going to go with that, is that I feel very strongly about this one, that it should be a white dude, because that's the whole story of Iron Fist, right. is yeah. that it's this white guy who ends up in this mystic fucking city of Kung Fu, and he is the outsider who Guaylo. fucking makes good, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. and earns the respect. And I think if you're going to cast an Asian American actor, or an Asian actor for that matter, to do it, then just make Shang-Chi. Yeah. Because that character well, yeah. already exists. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of torn about it, you know? But I know it's something that's up for debate right now, so I just wanted to get a quick 
take the temperature of the team, as it were. It's it's. I don't know if it's I, because it's the character's basis, but like that's I've always known him as you know a white guy because he is studying the Asian arts. Right. If it was yeah. if it was just a regular Asian guy, it wouldn't mean as much or it would know, just be shang chi yeah which is great in itself right i'm not saying don't make a shang chi show i want that too <laughs> i want it all <laughs> you i want know, a marvel like, channel yeah i really do yeah. at this point <laughs> all right well let's uh let's fucking put a pin in it a phrase that i hate but i'm gonna use anyway let's put a pin in it right there and uh we'll step out until next week announcer guy tell us a few things Thank you, Dan. Attention listeners. Did you know the Geek Aid crew are real people you can get in touch with? Did you also know you can keep track of what comes out on the fabulous Geek Aid website without even visiting it? Did you know that Dean irons his vest every hour on the hour to be prepared for anything? Wait, really? Well, you can keep in touch with Geek Aid by following them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, and more. If that's not enough, you can also send them an email at mail at geekaid.com. Be sure to check out the show notes to get all the links and more information on today's episode. Back to you, Dan. And we're back. Thank you so much for listening, despite all of our internet problems, that Dean is going to do a phenomenal job editing You out. won't even uh-huh. notice, though. <laughs> it's going to be so <laughs> seamless. Sure. The f- if you even edit it, I'm going to be fucking shocked, Dean. Let's, let's be <laughs> Wait, honest. What was it that you wanted to okay. read? <laughs> yeah, it's not huh? happening now. What? Test? Um, <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> Wait. I think you've all dropped out again. <laughs> <laughs> if you like what you heard, please take a second, head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Probably not for this show. This one was a little fucking wonky, let's be honest. But for the other shows, those were a little bit better without all the connectivity problems. Uh, leave us a five-star review and a rating. It helps get more eyes and ears on the show. And it is absolutely 100% free of charge. If you want to talk to us about any of the books, were, were Evan and Matt wrong on Scarlet Witch? Were Dean and I wrong on Scarlet Witch? Was Batman and the Ninja Turtles terrible, even though we all thought it was great? Uh, hit us up on Twitter. You can follow me at GeekAidDan. You can follow Evan. GeekAid underscore Evan. You can follow Dean. Uh... At not giving a fuck. <laughs> oh, no, uh, at kimono underscore vestlord. And you can follow Matt. At stuff why. Thank you again for listening. Please join us next week when we have a whole new slew of issues to talk about. And probably <laughs> and probably some comics, too. Probably. <laughs> probably ah! so. Buzzing. You, sir, are guardian of the cosmos. Agent, agent, fuck of the agent cosmos. It's so stupid. Can we talk about Jessica Jones next week? Has everyone seen the whole thing? I haven't seen it. Okay, Matt, you your have homework. To watch it. Okay, <laughs> all right, Dean. What's what's my homework? He left. Jessica Jones. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. All right, Matt, you have homework. We're talking so you about really Jones don't listen week. to this week's episode at all, really? Yeah, really do you? Don't. Um, <laughs> Thanks. It's a terrible show. <laughs> this coming from the ma- maestro that is paper cuts <laughs> oh, it's the best comic book podcast with the most personality it says it in the intro my head hurts <laughs> for Evan Goldstein, Matthew Much Dean DeFalco and Dan Ryan I am Dan Ryan Chris Randazzo 